Blog Talk Radio. find ourselves and overcome challenges that have taken their toll and left us in a state of overwhelm. When adults encounter struggles and challenges, 
on a somewhat regular basis. However, if we think back to our childhood, for the most part, we feel vibrant, we imagined, we dreamed, and we believed completely without a shadow of a doubt. And why not teach our children now what we've learned and provide them with the necessary tools so they may live purposeful lives without the who am I and what am I meant to do questions that most of us have asked as adults. After all, our children are our greatest resource, and without them, well, we have nothing to look forward to. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from. So you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. Okay, everyone, I need you to listen up for this next announcement. This weekend, the largest German Christmas market in New Jersey is open on Saturday, December 5th and Sunday, December 6th at Lake Mohawk Country Club in Sparta, New Jersey. This is the event of the year here in northern New Jersey. There is no set entry fee, but if you feel to donate, there are donation boxes to do so. Now, keep in mind that every single penny of proceeds goes to local charities. Every penny, nothing is kept. This is a great way to give back to those in need, particularly at this time of year while you are getting your shopping done. There are all kinds of vendors available. There are food vendors. There are specialist crafters, high-end, lower-end, pony rides, a petting zoo. So come one, come all. The weather is forecast to be absolutely spectacular, so there's no reason not to come out and get into the spirit of the holidays if you're in the tri-state area. Sparta, New Jersey is about one hour from New York City, 30 minutes from Pennsylvania, 90 minutes from Connecticut, and the ride offers the most gorgeous views because as you drive up toward the mountain, the highest point in New Jersey where Sparta is located, it's just wonderful to look at. So please feel free to join us this weekend. For more information, please visit the website, www.lake.com. Mohawk German Christmas Market.com. That's Lake Mohawk German Christmas Market.com. So let's get to the show. My guest is singer, songwriter, and children's book author Nancy Goudier. Nancy inspires children with her see it, believe it, achieve it mantra. Through her five award winning acclaimed Nancy Land books, she empowers children to be the best version of themselves and even reach for Mars, the moon, and the sky. Nancy finds inspiration in each of her children to write entertaining and educational stories. Whimsical and fun, each of her children's books have a holistic approach with educational twists. She has produced an award-winning short film based on Mermaids on Mars, complete with her original songs. And it has been invited to and won various film festivals, including Best Animated Short at the Carmel International Film Festival, Best Animation at the L.A. Underground Film Festival, L.A. Children's Film Festival, and others. And this will likely inspire a full-length film and TV series. I also want to add that a portion of Nancy Land book proceeds, and this is a five-book series from publisher Morgan James Kids, is donated to Habit for Humanity. So see, it's so wonderful to always give back. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you for joining us. How are you being? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm so excited. I, I just love your books. They are indeed whimsical and fun, and they teach lessons. They give information that's so important. And, you know, it seems 
that as adults we can learn a lot from reading these books to our children ourselves. <laughs> you know, yeah. your your mantra, see it, believe it, achieve it, is something that everyone has heard in various forms, but few follow. However, you do follow it, and this message comes through in your writing. What was it that inspired you to write these books? Well, after um, I adopted my three beautiful children, and they just inspired me every day by their natural curiosities, and, you know, I went through reading um, the classics to them, and then I, I just thought my children were so inspiring, why don't I write books about them? So when they were a little bit older, we would kind of write the books together. They would draw the pictures, and I would tell the story, and then, you know, so it started out as fun, but then it turned into, hey, I'm like, this is a pretty good story. Uh, I have 25 years experience in the kids industry so you know I I thought why don't I uh take my creative ideas and put them towards my own personal growth and my own personal projects and see what happens so I um really started to adapt to see it believe it achieve it mentality to manifest my dreams you know I started a little late in life but I'm like you're never too late and you know I just kept going and by the time I knew it I had five books uh and a film so it was just really inspiring for me, the more I grew with my children, the more I could do, and it was pretty exciting for me. That is exciting, and the fact that you know, and it is never too late, and you weren't too late. Everybody, I think, seems to go through a, a portion of their life and not, you know, we just you get out of college, you get a job, and you do what you're supposed to do, and you have kids, and you raise a family, yada yada yada. Okay, that's great. However, you're not necessarily doing what you're really meant to do. You're not living your authentic self. You're not being who you want to be and presenting your gift to the world that you want to put out there. And so people ask the questions. What I found about your books was that it allows us to instill in children that you can do this from an early age, don't lose it. Because what I see often is that kids get it when they're first here. They're so close to source. Then as they get teachers and friends and parents and aunts and uncles and everybody, you know, telling them what's going on, they lose that sense of I can dream, I can imagine, I can have what I want. So your books really seem to instill that in a way that as a parent reading it to a child, the parent's going to get it, the child's going to get it, and if they're both living it together, that's just going to create that energy in a way that is stronger and it will last with the child, I would think, for the rest of their lives. That had to be part of your intent. <laughs> yeah, it really was. You know, I wanted a book that both the parent and the child could learn something new from. And again, you know, my my children, you know, my first book was really about the color pink. My daughter, Genevieve, loved pink. So I wanted to, in a fun way, not just say, you can't like pink, you know, because that's a wonderful color. And I didn't want to, you know, get her down on the fact that she just liked pink. But how could I share with her other colors of the wor- world? So I did it through her meeting the rainbow. So it was kind of fun a uh, whimsical way of introducing her to other colors in the rainbow and you know she you know to show her in nature where colors come from so it was just a really fun twist on um teaching kids about color and um you know then I just kept on going and my son was like well where's my book so I started yeah. writing a book for Julian cuz you know I live in the bay area in San Francisco we have foggy nights so I put glow in the dark star stickers on his ceiling and he was just so fascinated by the stars that I wanted to share with him more stories about the night sky and doing it through him being the ringleader of the sky you know making uh, the story about the constellations i thought it was a fun way to get him to learn more and there's so much more you can learn from these constellations because I, I can't talk about all 88 of them in the book but um it makes you want to like look up more and learn more and then well, jude and my that... littlest son... yeah sorry 
No, that, that's okay. That, that's true of your of all your books. There's so much yeah. more within them. But go ahead with Jude, and then I'm going to go back to the Roy G. Ziv book. Yeah, then little Jude, my littlest son, he's like, where's my book? So I'm like, what is Jude like? And Jude, he was, at a young age, he could always find the, the moon, the first one to point to the sky. Even if it was daytime, he could find the moon. So I uh, wrote his book about the phases of the moon. So again, you know, every night now, we could take that book out and say, where, where's the moon tonight and what, what phase is it in? So there's, again, it's there's always can go back to these books and learn so that you know, it's really important for me that they're not only whimsical and fun and beautiful to look at, but also have the educational content that both the parent and the child can learn from. Well, and they do, and I find the spiritual side of it as well. You know, this mm-hmm. is Energy Awareness Radio. It's a spirituality yes. show, so I kind of look at stuff like that. Roy G. Yeah. Biv is mad at me because I love pink. That's <laughs> the name of your first book. And that's yeah. a great book because it does go through each color of the rainbow. Interestingly, there are a lot of adults who don't know what the, the order of the color of the rainbows are. <laughs> is. Yeah. I, you know, I've laughed at that and I thought, really, you never learned Roy G. Biv in school? Nobody ever taught you that? I'm like, what are you talking about? So it starts with that, and we talk about color. However, what I got out of it was it's a lesson in color, but it's also a lesson in do you see if you change your perspective slightly and you look at other things, you can see a bigger mm-hmm. picture and you'll gain so much more. Yes, that's why I definitely wanted to bring it outside, that color is in nature and, you know, get the kids closer to nature. I think they're inside too much when they're gadgets and they're really forgetting yep. about all the beautiful colors in the world and, you know, where these colors come from. It's in nature. And um, I thought it was a great way to bring the kids back outside it can and connect with, with nature. The- Yes, and it can apply to so many other things as well because it could apply to something as as silly as, well, I read that in the newspaper. Yeah, but what did you read? Did Mm -hmm. you read anything Mm -hmm. else? Did you research it? Did you figure it out? To go and find the more to make the story whole. And that's kind of what I got out of it. It was like, oh, okay, now they're learning. You might like one thing, but you need to try other things to be more well-rounded and to get a better perspective and more of a scope and open yourself up and open your heart. That's what I got out of that book. And these books, these are not long books. This book took, I don't know, like three and a half minutes to read. You know, I mean, I read, I read fast. That's not how you're going to read it to your children. But as an adult reading it, that's what I got out of it. I don't know if that was meant, but that's certainly something that I found and thought, this is good for the parent and the child because it does trigger in you something that you need to look further sometimes. You can't always just stop at what's right in front of your nose. Right. Yeah, you know, it's always to look for, like even the circus in the sky, like even some of the songs I wrote, it's about there's more out there. Always looking at the night sky fascinates me, like we're just this little ball floating in the sky, you know. So really a lot of my messages, actually Mermaids on Mars, the movie, is more about like a child's um, belief in himself and his father and that there's more out in the universe, that it's not just us. And of course there could be mermaids on Mars. You know, why not? Maybe mermaids did originate on Mars and, you know, they have their water situation and and that gives you, you know, a good storyline there for the movie. But, um, you know, all of my songs and books really do have a spiritual uh, positive twist to them as well. Because I really do believe there's more out there and for us to, you know, never stop wanting to dream or learn. And, you know, to always keep your childlike enthusiasm throughout your life. Like you were saying, you kind of lose it along the way. And um, I really want to keep that in my children and instill that through these books as well. Yes, because, uh, you know, we kind of lose it somewhere along the way, and, you know, it's difficult to 
to get it back. And then when you start to get yeah. it back, people, I mean, people think I'm crazy because I act like a child all the time. But that, you know, yeah. yeah, they <laughs> think you're care. crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It works for me. You know, it's like, that works for me. But the books, each book is dedicated to your, well, those three are dedicated to your children. And mm-hmm. the first three, Roy G. Biv, Circus in the Sky, and Mermaids on Mars. And I agree with you. Why not? We know men are from Mars. Mermaids may as well be. Yeah. So... <laughs> Those were written in 2012. That's the copyright that I have. And yeah. Jude's Moon, the copyright says 216. So is it available yet? Yeah, Jude, I don't know why it says 216. Jude's Moon is available, and it actually just came out in hard copy as well. So the books are available in like, like a little soft paperback, which I think you have, and then also a hard copy, which make great gifts as well. But, yes, it's, it's available. These make fabulous gifts. I think these would, and this is why I wanted to do this show at the beginning of December while people are thinking about what they need to get. Get something that's going to be fun and Mm -hmm. teach something without having the kids think they're being taught something. Nobody likes that word, I'm going to learn, or I'll teach you this. But if they're learning without realizing it, they get it better. (laughs) Yeah, that's important that you said that because I really believe, like, even in my house, I like to keep, you know, the library accessible to kids, have a, like, nice little reading nook, have some bean bags to make it comfortable, more fun to read a book. I also have, I hang my guitars on the wall instead of keeping them in their guitar cases so a kid can pick up a guitar at any time. You know, so my kids, just by watching me, they think they can write songs and they can write books, and I, I say they can because because they actually helped uh, make the mock-ups for these books, and I try to, you know, get them involved with all of my projects. So they, you know, gives them empowerment as well. So um, I really believe what you're saying, like just keep it more as fun. It's not just learning. It's something that you want to do, not have to do. And, em- and empowerment is the key word here because that's mm-hmm. what we lose. We lose the yeah. empowerment when we're children. We don't even know we have it. And then we lose it because it's taken away from us. It's really just yeah. stripped away. It's, you know, don't it really that. is. People, yeah. Yeah, they put their labels on you. Oh, you're not good at math. Or you're, you can't be yeah. a musician, Nancy. Well, I picked up the guitar at 45 years old after, you know, the kids. I got that all down and got them in their schools. And then I'm like, okay, what, what could I do for myself? So I always wanted to sing songs. You know, my mom taught me through songs and musicals. So I took guitar lessons at 45 years old. And just every day, songs just started flowing out of me. I think they were all locked inside from all the people saying, yeah, you can't do that. And I'm like, watch me. (laughs) So the more I um, did it, it was amazing how many songs just started coming out. I know they're not all, you know, amazing songs. And I didn't do it just to win a Grammy or something. You, You know, sometimes just doing it for yourself is so rewarding. But I was really lucky to have some of these songs put into the musical and, um, you know, so the dream just keeps continuing that, you know, and again, it's never too late and just focus on what you believe in and it will come out, radiate out. So yeah, kind don't of what's let been happening take it away. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't like, let don't anyone take, take your you. sparkle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, yeah. Yeah, why do they beat you down when it's so much easier to build someone up? Children have so much imagination, and they dream, and they believe with their hearts, their little hearts. They just believe, 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 and then somebody squashes that dream. And then at 25 says, you know what, I always wanted to play the guitar. So good Mm -hmm. for you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, why not? Let me me do it. It's something I want to do. And then actually now they're enjoying it more. I think think there's a shift in how people are thinking. Uh, I'm feeling that people are more on Team Nancy and they want me to succeed. Where in the past, I think it was a lot of naysayers and put you down. But, you know, I think as, um, you know, we journey through and there's more information out there on um, living with the universe and spirituality. And I've been following the law of attraction. I think the more that these positive messages are out there,
out there, people are more accepting to hear these stories and are inspired by it. So um, I'm finding now there is a shift and people are more uh, supportive and, and believing than in, in, the, in the past. Would be Absolutely, more yeah. There's, yeah. There's definitely a change, and I think that people were starving for a change. They mm-hmm. wanted more information. And once it became validated, because at first the secret was like, yeah, okay, sure, that's what everybody thought, and so mm-hmm. many naysayers out there. And then, yeah. you know, other things came about, and people realized, wait a minute, this might actually work. And now the energy yeah. is shifting in such a way that it, it, things can manifest so, so very quickly, so, so very yeah. quickly right now. Things are just happening fast, and you can do it on your own. So these books kind of – this is almost like a children's version of allowing that to happen, to really set it in stone within them that you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Yes. And then even the book I wish is they, they do dream of things that they want to be, but like in the end, it's also about being really happy with who you are and what God gave you and all your gifts. So that's why that book is really special to me, the I wish book. And it's like a fun way of friends exploring different things they could wish they would want to be. Uh, so I thought that one's really special too, just really to, you know, for girls especially to really love themselves and, and all their attributes. So I really, that book's very special to me as well. That, was, that, too, was a great book. That's a 2015 book. And this book, uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I don't know. I read a book a week from the, for this show, and I've been doing it for years. So it's, you know, maybe I'm That's just great. reading too much into it. But I, I read it, and I thought, wow, this is really neat, because we all have heard the old adage, you know, be careful what you wish for, you just mm-hmm. might get it. And as mm-hmm. you're reading through, because the book is called I Wish, the wishes that one little girl is making, you have the other little girl saying there, well, yeah, that's a good wish, but the reason it won't work mm-hmm. is this. Yeah. Sometimes we don't see the reason it, you know, you have to be careful because your thoughts do create your reality. And if you're wishing for something, you really need to know that you want it. And that comes yeah, that, through in this. Yeah, that's really was important when I started my journey because I'm the kind of person that could have an idea a minute. My mom's like, oh, just focus on something. You can't do that and this, <laughs> you know. So when I really, um, you know, I saw the movie The Secret and the See It, Believe It, Achieve It, I really wanted to make sure I knew exactly what I wanted to ask the universe for. So I really narrowed it down to the three things, and it was writing these children's books, writing music, and being a good mom. So I just focused on those three things, and it was it was like magic how many people came into my life that knew artists to, to help me with the books or publishers to go to. or You know, it was amazing how many people just all of a sudden appeared on my path to help manifest my dream. And, I, you know, that's why these books are really special because I feel like I used my magical powers to make them happen. Because <laughs> people always ask, how did, how, how did you make that happen? Because I, uh, I had at the time a full-time job of 15 years with Pottery Barn, uh, you know, very uh, demanding job. And I still managed to raise the kids, keep a clean house, fluff my pillows and oh and I wrote books you know so and um, it was easy because of these you know really just following the the law of attraction and these three focusing on these three accomplishments that I wanted to accomplish so again and look what else you got out of it you also got a film that wasn't part of that yeah because one day I woke up and I'm like how can I get the music and the books to like work together 
So I decided, oh, a musical and Mermaids on Mars. I thought that title just lent perfectly to a musical and mm-hmm. singing mermaids and singing Martians and, you know, how how much fun would that be? So And actually being able to get out this really important positive message that I want about believing in yourself and that there's more out there. So uh, that just came together, yeah, like, again, like magic. And it was so easy. Again, people just appeared on the path to help me execute this exactly how I, even better, actually, than I saw it in my dream. So it was an Isn't incredible that always journey. It is, though? You know, you yeah. wish for something, you focus on it, and it's always better than what you yeah. thought because we think we know, and then we're shown, no, see, yeah. you're wrong. It's going to be better. And the universe yeah. gives us way much more. And yeah. now let me ask you this. Because I didn't get copies of the songs I did. I haven't heard the songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about mm-hmm. the film at all. How yeah. does a person see the film? Well, right now they could only see it in the film festivals. Um, on uh, December 12th, it's going to be at the L.A. Children's Film Festival. That's the next one. They could follow us on mermaidsonmarsthefilm.com to see where we're going to be next. So it could be at a film festival near you, which I think is a great place to bring kids. I I just started Ooh. going to the film festivals because of the film and Carmel, and it's such an amazing thing to just walk around and see movies before they make it to the big screen. And I think it's a great um, thing to bring kids to, to discuss and show, look, because you get to hear from the people who made the film afterwards. I think that's important for kids to see, like, oh, this movie just didn't appear at of nowhere. Someone actually thought it up. And you get to, like, ask questions. And so I encourage people to go to the festivals. But if you can't, there is also, if you go to mermaidsonmarsthefilm.com, you can see the trailer. And... Um, with everything going the way it is, hopefully it will be a full-length feature or on, you know, a TV show like Disney Channel or something one day. So hopefully, you know, that's where they'll be able to see it next. But definitely check out the website. Now, is this are those songs specifically for Mermaids on Mars, or have you written other songs that coordinate with the other books? Um, you know, that's going to be something next that I want to do. But the specific songs I wrote, I actually wrote 12 songs wanting the Mermaids on Mars to be a full-length film. But it, we, based on budget, we had to make it a 20-minute short. So I was only able to get five of my songs in there. But that's right now, all of my – yeah, it's a lot for for 20 minutes. Yeah. For 20 minutes, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so right now all the songs are, are just in Mermaids on Mars. But I am going to write songs to coordinate with each book and – you know, my dream is to really even create products to coordinate with those books as well down the line. So that's kind of the the full dream. Now, I was going to say, because if you had a CD that went with the books that, you know, mm-hmm. when you bought the book, you got the CD, then they yeah. could play it at night for the kids, too. You know, that would be, I yeah. mean, I'd play it for myself, never mind the kids. <laughs> yeah, that is a great, yeah, that's kind of like the vision for me to always have, um, you know, I would love to have even little movies for each book, but um, definitely the songs for each book. Because once, once the mermaid on Mars opened the door for me on how I could mix the music with the books, now that it just unlocked everything. And that's kind of like, that's going to give me my shining star and where I want to go next with the with the books. But you're right, having a tape with the books. Because I think kids learn by listening as well and hearing and Definitely through songs is such an important way to teach kids. My mom taught us how to spell our names with song and had our history lessons. She'd always come up with a funny song to make us remember it. So I really believe in the power of music and learning. Yeah, I absolutely do. I'm a sound therapist, so music is a huge part of my life when I'm working with people. And, you know, songs, I mean, I learned the 50 states alphabetically through song. You know, I mean, you learn... 
you know, the, what is it, the Constitution through song? I, yeah. You know, there's so many things that, that are out there that you can learn mm-hmm. through music because it sticks with you. It's an easier way to, to get it. So that would be wonderful if you could uh, yeah. get each book to have a song to go with it. So mm-hmm. that would be a great thing. Now, I have to ask you this because when I read Circus in the Sky, and then I, I don't think I read them in any specific order. I just okay. read Circus in the Sky, and then maybe I read more... Mermaids on Mars first, and then Roy G. Mm-hmm. Bibb, and then Circus in the Sky and Jude's Moon. And I thought, okay, it, were you ever into astronomy? Because it just struck yeah. me as, okay, we've got the moon, we've got a rainbow, yeah. we've got, you know. And I thought, this is really cool. I, too, love looking at constellations. And I thought, this yeah. is a neat way to learn. But I was wondering if that was something that was close to your heart for some reason. It was. You know, my dad always would take us to the planetarium, and I just always love laying in the grass, uh, looking at the sky and looking at the stars. And um, the moon just always, you know, I always feel like, oh, it's a full moon, it's affecting my mood. You know, like I think mm-hmm. we do change with the phases of the moon. I don't have, you know, great education on all of that, um, but there are so many books on it, and, you know, so I do believe in it. And then just, just being in nature is is really important to me. So that's why mermaids, I always wished I was a mermaid when I was a little girl and swimming under the ocean. You know, I grew up in, in South Florida, so I had access to beautiful beaches. And, um, you know, so being outside in nature is so important to me. So the rainbow, the stars, the moon, and mermaids, are, and the ocean is very important to me. And that's, you know, throughout my life. And we grew up also near Disney World, so I was always fascinated by the imagination of Walt Disney. So that actually helped to fuel my uh, creativity uh, in this area for children and keeping that spirit alive. Well, and it, you, kudos to you because you did it very well, I have to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And thank I mean, you for just, reading them. It's so sweet. Oh, well, you know, well, they don't take that long to read, and you want to mm-hmm. see what you're going to. You can't talk about something yeah. and say, you yeah. know, suggest it for somebody to get for their children without knowing what it right. is and believing in it. So, yeah. you know, you've dedicated the books to your kids. Each child has mm-hmm. a book, which is kind of mm-hmm. neat because not all of us do, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. It was funny. They well, all thought they needed Where's my book? <laughs> yeah. well, my mom did for me. I mean, yeah, you know, and you said I would always hope to be a good mom. I'm going to say, yeah, you probably can check that box too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. But the constellations, the fact that, you know, I think there's what, 15 or 16 in the book? There's, or eight, oh, um, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. I couldn't cover all 88, so they're, yeah, about right. 16. Yeah, But, you know, and I have to say this, too, because as I was reading them, the illustrations are oh. really quite nice. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, yeah, job. I have for each, each book had a different illustrator, and um, this Baron um, aspect did these illustrations. They're all watercolors, and it really was the best way to get the, you know, really complement the night sky through his beautiful watercolors. And I just think he did an amazing job. And I also... You know, it was really important for me to, I gave the artists really good direction with a mock-up, but I also, because I like their style, gave them creative freedom too. And when you do that, great things happen instead of being so controlling over everything. So the way he just turned these constellations uh, into the, the, you know, the animals, like the lion, you know, he just did a beautiful job that I would have never been able to direct him that way. So just, again, with all of my projects, I, I give him the bones, I give him the clear, clearest direction I can, and then I say have fun with it. And that's how these books all have different personalities. Um, 
that really reflect my children and also the story. And then when you see the movie trailer, that is where, wow, you know, letting these people, because they know know it best. Stop motion animation is these puppets, and the women, uh, woman Victoria who made the puppets just did an amazing job with them that I could have never directed her, you know, if I was standing over her shoulder. So just letting that freedom out I think is really important when you're dealing with artists and um and children's books, because it's really what's, it is the book, the cover that will attract you to the book when it's in the children's world. Well, and I think you understand that well, because you too are an artist, although mm-hmm. I don't think you're crediting yourself mm-hmm. for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> with that, yeah. you know, but when, when we do work, I mean, I, I hate to micromanage, I don't want to, mm-hmm. I delegated that to you, I'm not going to micromanage you, that's your job now, right. you figure it out and come right. back to me, you know, so, and they do a better job when you're allowed creative license. You can do more because it's a freedom. It's a definite freedom yeah. that you have. And it what makes I feel like more, yeah. more involved mm-hmm, and more mm-hmm. part of it. But what I loved about Circus in the Sky is not only were the watercolors beautiful, but in the back of the book it will say the Seven Sisters. And you see those watercolors, yeah. but you have to wonder, now what does that look like as a constellation? And yeah. they've got depicted yeah. the constellation right next to it so you can take your book, go outside, look up at the stars and say, hey, look, I think I just found Seven Sisters, or there's the Mighty yeah. Archer, or Pegasus. Because otherwise, yes. you're looking for, a, you know, an archer, you know, half horse, half archer with the bow, and it, it, you're not going to find that. Right. I wanted to make it really clear to the kids that, yeah, this is the, the beautiful watercolor drawing, but this is how it will actually look in the sky, and that somebody actually imagined it being the archer or being these, you know, I think that's what part of the mystique of, of the sky. Like, how did they get that? How is that a bow and arrow? And then you can, you know, you see the picture, and then you see the star pattern, and you're like, oh, I get it. So really, again, making it easy to learn. And and I love that idea. Bring the book outside and, and check it out. Yeah. I, you know, it just seemed to me that, oh, yeah, this is like now a little guidebook that you can do and show the kids. Yeah. Not here in, in New Jersey at this time of year, but, you know, perhaps yeah. in the spring. <laughs> Maybe yeah, California yeah. Can do that. <laughs> and now, the same with Jude's Moon. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the same with Jude's Moon. It, it really clearly illustrates, too, um, in a fun way, all the different phases of the moon. And that's another one you can definitely take outside and check it out during the changing of the moon. Yes, because it tells you about the waxing moon versus the waning yeah. moon, and it tells you yeah. about the full moon and the gibbous. And yeah. yeah, and I do a lot of yeah. moon stuff because moon ceremonies yeah. are really big to me. I, I think it's important yeah. to honor the full moon and the new moon, you know, and that's every two weeks yeah. you get to do something. So that was very cool. Um, but, you know, I didn't know, and I don't know that you'll know, and maybe you will, I don't know, There, you have here 16 constellations. Uh-huh. Now, those constellations, there are 88 around yeah. the Earth. Okay, so where are these 16? Are they in the northern hemisphere? Um, I just picked from all over because, you know, I was also fitting them into my rhyme. So there wasn't a real reason why I selected those more so that it kind of worked with my rhymes. You know, all Mm -hmm. my books have like a little sing-songy rhyming to them. So that's how I selected those more, more to fit into my poem. Because I was thinking, there's 88. I wonder if these are just over the Northern Hemisphere or all over the place, because I would be out there looking, saying, why can't I find yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's good. that's why I said the books even make you want to learn more. Like, oh, let me stop and, and go and find out, you know. That, yeah, I think absolutely. it's also good for the parent or the older kid. Like, I think it's good to pair up your older 
uh, siblings with the younger ones and, you know, make it a project. Like, I love to do that with my son, like when the uh, Blue Angels came to town. Instead of making up facts, I'm like, let's let's look it up. How fast does the Blue Angels go? You know, so it's always, you know, any event you go to could be a great learning experience and possibly could turn into a children's book, you know. <laughs> sure. So that's, if you're, yeah, if that's you're a good like. writer like you are. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I'm also, you know, not scared to admit I don't know everything about every constellation. I think that's also a lot of roadblocks for people. Well, I'm not the expert on it, you know, but this is a fun story that um, kind of opens up the world of the stars and even inspiring you to just look up in the sky to me is important. So I think a lot of people when they're writing get a little block. It's like they're not the total expert on it. But, um, you know, anytime you're you're bringing something new to a child I think is is great and um you know and, and again like it opens the doors to learning more so I, I love that idea and, and I think that I think that's true when you're writing we usually write from experience because that's what mm-hmm. we know best but it doesn't make mm-hmm. us an expert so you know right. you wrote because your dad took you and you looked at the constellations yeah. and it was fascinating yeah. to you you wrote from that perspective but you did a little yeah. research ahead of time to figure out which of the 88 you would choose yeah you yeah. know yeah, and and the rhyming too. It's you know like when like when you're writing a song and like I like to use a rhyming dictionary to help me get words out. So you know it's like important to you know keep with your style too, like how you're going to approach the subject. And mine, I did want it to be really kind of in a whimsical, written in a rhymy, whimsical way to make it more magical instead of like a reference book. Right, right, which it's not. And it is written yeah. in a rhyme. There is a, a rhythm to yeah. it that goes, yeah. you know, you go through and, and it's great. Now, these, the caricatures, I don't know what to call them, so uh-huh. I'll call them caricatures. But the caricatures of the children, are, the, are your children's personalities coming through? Yes, for sure. Um, Genevieve with her hands on her hips with that yeah. rainbow, <laughs> she that's totally her. <laughs> That was her when she was little and pink, and then I wish is her a little bit older. She gets a little bit more sassier, and I wish. And then Julian and Jude totally um, takes on their persona. Julian's totally the ringleader of most projects around the house. And um, little Jude hanging that moon. Every time I look at that cover, it's so cute because Jude is so cute, and he looks just like that little boy on the ladder holding up the moon. <laughs> so the funny. artist did a great job uh, turning them into little cartoon caricatures. So. Um, I'm really grateful for them. Yes, and, you know, they were illustrated by two different – now I'm going to go back to the one with Genevieve. Mm -hmm. Uh, That Mm -hmm. was the first book, Roy G. Biv is Mad at Me Because I Love Pink, was illustrated by Andrew Vera. But I Wish was illustrated by – is it Megan Burns? Yeah, Megan Burns. Megan Megan Burns. Burns. Okay, so – Two different illustrators, all right? Now, you yeah. look at these covers, and when you read the books, and you look at the first one, and then you look at the second one, and you realize it's the same person, they both got it. They nailed it, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. she's older in the second book. Because yeah. I looked at it, and I thought, oh, this little one is like, I have my power, and nobody, you know, yeah. nobody's taking anything away from me. And you can yeah. see the sassiness in the other one. It's like, oh, she hasn't changed much. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't changed much. She's become more, yeah, she's very um, strong-willed, independent. You know, she wants, she likes what she likes. And I love that about her because I was always so shy when I was little. And, you know, raising my kids, I really wanted to bring out who they wanted to be at a young age. My parents did a great job, but I was always, you know, kind of raised a little bit more 
oh, you can't touch that, you can't do that, you know, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to open up their world more. And, um, you know, her personality definitely is coming out. She's 10 now, and she's, you know, totally independent. She knows she loves sports, but she also likes to be pretty. You know, like, she, it's a nice balance of of activities. She's not just a squirrely girl. You know, she also likes sports, and, you know, and she'll stand up for what she believes in. And um, just a really wonderful, wonderful girl. So it's good for her. And she loves that she has her books. You know, she has them on her Instagram. and. <laughs> Well, I can see more books coming about her from mom, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know, as she grows, like I said, as they grow, I grow too. I'm really lucky to have my childlike, you know, ability with them. You know, I'm growing with them. And um, so, yes, there'll be more books to come. I'm, again, I'm hoping to make these into a um, children's programming. So I would love to turn these characters into something you would see on children's programs like Sprout or Disney or Netflix or something like that. It's kind of the, the dream um, and then the next series of books I'm going to work on is for my dog, uh, Rosie, the Pomeranian. I don't want to leave my pets out of the series. <laughs> oh, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, so Nosy Rosie is kind of the next book coming up. <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll have lessons as well because you just kind of exude the fact that, you know, you want it to be something that's teaching and fun, but you really get yes. something out of that that's more meaningful than just, oh, isn't yeah. that a nice puppy? Exactly. Yeah, that, it was really important for me that the educational content is, is just as powerful as the whimsical beauty of it. So absolutely. And yeah, definitely more to come for my kids because, again, they keep bringing me new ideas and yeah. as they grow. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> You're still talking to your mom, right? And she's still telling you, just focus on oh, something. So. I know. I'm still her little girl, you know, and yep, she's, you she's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then working in, I worked for po- Oh, sorry. I worked for Pottery Barn Kids for uh, 15 years, so I've been developing products and visual merchandising for every age and stage. So I've kind of always been in that world. Like I you know, coming up with the dream nursery for your, you know, your newborn and everything you need for your toddler and then transitioning to big kids. So my whole career really spans 25 years has been focused on children and, you know, making it easy for parents to have this ideal but realistic uh, childhood and everything you need to make it make it as easy as you can. So, you know, I think all my training there as well made it easy for me to you know, do the same for my books. Made it easier for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's, you know, I've been working so closely with parents and focus groups, knowing what parents want, and they do. They want, you know, books that have, that are fun, but also educational. There's a lot of books out there that are just kind of fluff, and you're like, oh, my God, what did I just read, you know? Mm, (laughs) Why did mm -hmm. I spend this time, you know, reading this book? And so that's why it was important for me to make sure, um, you know, to keep that learning part of it really important because, um, you know, it's it is it's it's how kids grow. You know, give them the knowledge now. Like you were saying, they're sponges. You might as well tell them now the truth about things instead of making it too fantasy. Like there's truth in these fantasies, <laughs> and they'll learn right. from it. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and there's something to be said for letting them dream big and actually yeah. master that dream because when it's taken yeah. away, some some people live their entire life and they don't get their dream. Yeah, they very don't. sad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it is. So but... if we can just tell them, you know, and keep going with it, I mean, the the last page of I Wish is wishes yeah. really do come true. So make sure yeah. you wish for things you truly desire. Yeah. That's so true. 
Yeah, I think it's really important. Like I said, when I started my journey, I had so many ideas of what I could have done. And I'm like, just narrow it down on what you really want. What would you really want to do if you didn't have to go to work every day? Or, you know, and this is what I, you know, if I was creating my own company, which I did, Nancy Land Kids, and this is right. what I want to do. I want to write children's books uh, for my kids that I also share as a message with the world and other kids and make movies and songs. Like, that would be the ideal job for me and now I get to do it because I I did manifest it and and focused on it you know and I really you believe also, believe in that you, you also are giving back through it the pro, mm-hmm. a portion of the proceeds goes to habits for humanity and yes. that is huge when we do that yeah. things seem to come to us even more tenfold you know because you're giving back yeah, I really believe in that, and I believe I give back even in how I'm doing the books. It was really important for me to create an environment of artistic people and give them jobs. You know, there were not always a lot of jobs for these graphic artists, and not a lot of graphic artists get an opportunity to do a children's book. So I was really, you know, worked with some people that really gave to me over my career and, and friendship and gave them a great opportunity as well to work on these books, and, you know, then they get to show people about their, you know, the book that they illustrated. So it's giving back in many ways. And even on the film, you know, I was able to employ a lot of people to work on the animation and the sets. And, you know, so you're giving back in that way too, you know, giving people work and sense of uh, team camaraderie on a project that's so special and letting them have the opportunity to do their own creative style and not hold their hand too tight. Uh, is is another gift. So, like, I always want to make everything really uh, about giving and sharing and, you know, really letting people just be the best versions of themselves, and it will come out in these projects, and that's what also made it really easy. But, yes, giving to – I also want to dedicate some of the Jude's Moon books to St. Jude's. I'm trying to do that this month uh, because they have their giving campaign. And, um, Yeah. yeah, always thinking of giving back is very important. It is very important. It's extremely important. And in one of the books, I wish I could remember which one at this point, Sharing is Caring. Uh, caring oh, yeah. is Sharing. Which, yeah. uh, Karen, I'm sorry, Jude's. I don't know which book that was. Oh, that's, that's okay. That's Jude's Moon. He loves cool. saying that. Yeah. Yes. And it's so true. And, you know, even that, when you're, when you're doing a project as big as this and it's something that you love, Everything does come back to you because you're putting out more to so many different people, like you said, the illustrators, the people who have worked with you. Are these books, you worked at Pottery Barn, are these Pottery Barn Kids specifically, are these books available at Pottery Barn Kids? Yes, they are. The books are available at all Pottery Barn Kids stores. You can see them in person. Um, And if there's not a Pottery Barn Kids store near you, um, probably Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com is probably the best place. Uh, But visit NancyLandKids.com, and then you can see all the – everyone can see the books, the covers, and read a little snippet about them, and then it shows you where you can purchase them. But, yes, Pottery Barn Kids loves my books, and uh, I occasionally do readings in the stores there. Uh, when I get a chance, but um, it's a, a lovely store, and if you haven't been there, you should go visit it. Um, but yes, they they have all the books, and I'm sure it's at uh, Amazon and uh, local yeah. bookstores as well. Yeah, um, only online. The only t- hard copy you could get is at the Pottery Barn Kids store. All other okay. bookshops are, are are online, so Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, Powell's. And there's two versions. There's a hard copy, and then there's a, a softer paperback version. 
And, you know, this is the time of year when people are doing most of their shopping, cyber shopping. So get online and check this out. These are really great books. You know, there's five of them in this series. And what a great gift to give to someone to, you know, a lot of people have had children this year that I know. So it's, oh, here you go. Here's a set of five that, you know, would help the kids. I mean, the kids might be, I know somebody whose child is only like three weeks old at this point. And, uh, it's a great idea because you start them young <laughs> and they're yeah, going yeah. to get it and hopefully they'll have a more purpose-filled life and they won't be going through. You, you know, we try to make it easier for the younger generation. We try not mm-hmm. to, you don't want them to go through everything that we had to go through. Right. Yeah. And again, I really encourage um, parent, new parents to start building your library. Again, putting like bookshelves low to the floor so the kids can actually grab them on their own. Mm-hmm. And the comfy, comfy bean bag, and you know, ha- having it exposed um, and put the titles facing out so they really get to see the pictures. And then they'll be doing it on their own instead of you forcing. Oh, let's read a book for bedtime. You know, no, this is something they want to do. Um, so I, I really encourage that too. But I love the idea. Like, if it, it, they do make a great gift as a series. And the paperback mm-hmm. versions, I think they're like $8 online or something. So it's an affordable gift if you buy it as a set with the paperback. Um, but the hardcover books are, I think, they're really beautiful uh, gifts as well. But I think those are more like $20 or $16. But, you know, you can you leave them out for the kids, and the only yeah. you don't have to really worry about them too much. You just teach yeah. them in a nice yeah. way not to rip or write in books. I've never written in books. Yeah. I hated writing. I never even used a highlighter. I hated yeah. that. I didn't want to ruin a book. You know, books to me are something sacred. Sacred, <laughs> right. Just, they really are, and you don't ruin I mean, yeah. even academic books. I've got a slew of them in my yeah. basement. I just don't have the heart to throw them out, and I'm thinking that you really should right. recycle these because half the stuff in it isn't true anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like the encyclopedias. <laughs> the yeah. So out of date. programming book. How to program. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what we're, we're learning binary code, and now we're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> a lot of things have changed. <laughs> you know, right. right. I should right. get rid of them. But books like these you would keep and can be passed down, you know? Yeah. So yeah. if somebody kept it and said, well, this is my book because it reminds I love mermaids yeah. and maybe another child in the family loves the rainbow, you don't yeah. know what it's going to inspire or trigger in a child, yeah. you know? You right. just have no idea. So, yeah, that's why I oh always my- enjoy doing the, the book readings because it's funny to see. The parents may want to buy one book and then the kids gravitate towards another cover. Mm-hmm. And so the signings for me and the readings for me are really fun to see what the kids really want. So, yeah, it's, it's sweet. Because it is about them. You know, it mm-hmm. really is. It's yeah. not about what you want to give them. I, I, so yeah. many parents will say, well, I want this kid to be a soccer player because I was. Yeah. What if he doesn't want to be a soccer player? What if, yeah. he, what if he wants to be a nurse? What if he wants to, you know, how do we know what he wants to be? Leave him alone. Let him be. That's the whole thing. Can you, we're human beings. Don't, yeah. you know, we're not putting people on something, you know, something on people. Uh but, yeah, these, this is a great, great series for gifts. It's a gift-giving season, and these books give back in so many ways. You get to give a gift, and that gift goes further because a portion of the proceeds, again, goes to Habit for Humanity. And yeah. we are almost at the top of the hour, Nancy. So, I, you know, I'm so grateful that you were able to be on the show. I really, really am. I appreciate it so very much. Uh, I hope that everybody goes out and gets these books for their, their kids and friends and family, you know. <laughs> Well, great. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show today. You are quite welcome. You know, uh, I appreciate it. And when you write your next series of books, please do let us know. I'd love to have you back, and we can talk about those as well. I'd love to hear about the doggy books. I you know, would love to, to be back on. And Rosie's so cute. As well. It would be, yeah, you know. So if you just hang on for a couple of minutes while I do the outro, okay. and then I'll speak to you, okay? 
Okay, great. So listener, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life that we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. Now, I want to remind everyone again that this coming weekend, Saturday, December 5th, and Sunday, December 6th, at Lake Mohawk Country Club in Sparta, New Jersey, it is the largest, what is it, where did it go? It is the largest German Christmas market in New Jersey. And the event of the year here, there is no set entry fee. You can donate funds if you'd like to. All the money goes to local charities, every single penny. Nobody gets paid, every single penny. This is a great way to give back as well, particularly at this time of year. So you can get your shopping done, you'll find food. All kinds of vendors, jewelry vendors, clothing vendors, uh, Christmas ornaments, those German beautiful wooden things that they make that are gorgeous, uh, stolen bread, all kinds of things are here. And you'll be able to do all your shopping and get it done. If you're in the tri-state area, we are only one hour from New York City. So great weather this weekend. Come on by and join us at the German Christmas Market. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows as well as the lineup for upcoming shows and information about other events I'll be hosting, including my Quartz Crystal Singing Bowl concerts and Labyrinth Walks. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.
I feel a hand. 